There we go. Yeah, what's up? Hey, you want to pay attention to your Twitter feed and help yourself to that Kilroy free speech event? I will. It's just, I'm just trying to uh, get through the day, you know, losing your male powers by being so late. I'm three minutes out to restart my computer. And I've been doing, uh, I had to do a lot of real quick, real quick um, research. I'm going to tweet this out real quick. I just said real quick way too many times. All right, so let me set the stage as to why I'm just, sometimes I'll just do spontaneous streams like this. I was going to put a video on, on Twitter explaining something because I don't like tweeting as much as I tweet. I also am not gonna not say the stuff I wanna say. So I think the move is to make, is to put it in video versions because I think a lot is lost in tone mannerisms. There's so much communication that it, it's, uh, hey Overton, uh, there's so much communication lost when it's just a printed word, but like, all right, so I'm outside I've, and I'm chopping wood, just, uh, just you know, chopping wood and I've become good friends with um, this this mathematician. It's really like world-renowned, brilliant guy, and uh, we just have you know we just became friends. It's 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 one of the benefits of the internet, you know. And so we start chatting, and uh, I'm chopping wood and chatting with him about real like I'm talking to him about some of the most mind-blowing shit as I'm just swinging an axe, and it I think that combination like really, really just shot right into my brain. And uh, and he's so smart and he loves comedy so much that I think that sometimes he likes to tell me shit to just have me kind of put it in in, in simple terms. Because I think that's what he, he likes about comedy is taking these really intense concepts. And he was telling me, because he did Sam Harris, and he uh, was talking about... Uh, that there's no living heroes and that's like uh that's what the state does he has a no living hero theory so he was talking he was telling me about how charles lind uh charles lindbergh was the last living hero like uh, the last true hero that was alive because the state doesn't like heroes because charles lindbergh was uh an aviator he was the first man oh, let me just make sure i get this right lindbergh uh Made the first solo nonstop flight across the Atlantic Ocean between May 20th and the 21st in 1927. Other pilots had crossed the Atlantic before him, but Lindenberg was the first person to do it alone. So he becomes this legend, right? Oh, actually, I got to look up one other thing. Lindbergh. So he becomes this legend, and he doesn't want to go to World War II, right? The dude doesn't want to go into World War II, and a lot of people also didn't at the time. And he had so much power as a living hero that his opinion to not want to go into World War II uh, almost got like made it so we didn't go to war, and that terrified the state. I just thought about it. Like his uh, his son was kidnapped. I wonder what that has to do with it. All right. So anyway, and and we're talking about it. We're talking about how there's really no there's no living heroes that aren't connected completely to the state in some way. Like, cause in my mind, I'm like, all right, we got LeBron James. It's like LeBron James tweets. All his tweets are like leftist. 
Like all of them. It's like there's very few like superstar major heroes that are... Because like think about how much heroes transcend. Muhammad Ali. You don't even think about the fact he's Muslim. His name's Muhammad. No one cares. Because he's that awesome. Think about what a hero can do to just open the doors of power to one individual. Collectivists hate that. Like the state hates that shit. You know, that the the the, the Hunger Games trivi- uh, trilogy is all about uh, this, that she became a hero and it was a threat to the state, right? The Mockingjay. And I never even thought about that. And then he starts asking me like, uh, if I knew some of these names, right? So he told me, I, I kind of like, he told me about this uh, this guy, this Polish Jew who broke into Auschwitz. He broke into Auschwitz, pretended to be a uh, a uh, a prisoner of Auschwitz, and uh, escaped and gave like all the 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 plans of what Auschwitz was to the the Allies. His name's Witold Pilecki. No one knows who the fuck he is, because like real hero. Stories don't get passed by major media. It's all these bullshit ones. Like this dude. All right, listen to what this guy did. Okay, and I'll, and I'll also tell you how, how fucked this is. So I forgot this guy's name. We're told Pilecki, right? So I type in Jew who broke, or no, Jew who broke into Auschwitz and escaped, right? What did Google tell me? The first 20 hits are about Dennis Avey. All right, was a British veteran of World War II, who was a prisoner of war at Auschwitz. Whilst there, he saved the life of a Jewish prisoner, Ernst Labathal, by smuggling cigarettes to him. For that, he was made a British hero of the Holocaust. Um, the Man Who Broke Into Auschwitz was written by Bob Broomby and published in 2011. Um, okay, that's like a nothing story compared to this other dude. This other dude... And by the way, that's what we're being fed. Like, oh, this is the hero. No, they, that, that's, that's legit. That's legit, but it's not. That's a, that's a British prisoner of war who, who, who helped a, Jew, a Jewish guy. Okay, listen to this guy. Witold Pilecki, Polish cavalryman. Served blah, 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 blah. During World War II, he volunteered for a Polish resistance operation that involved being imprisoned in the Auschwitz death camp in order to gather intelligence and escape. Well, in the camp... He organized a resistance movement and in 41 informed Western allies of Nazi Germany's Auschwitz atrocities. He escaped from the camp in 43 after nearly two and a half years of imprisonment in Auschwitz. He, did, he chose to do that. Dennis Avery didn't cho- choose to do that. He got captured. That, great for Dennis Avery. But this dude was a Polish Jew who chose to go to Auschwitz in order to break back out and fucking kill Nazis. Plecki took part as a combatant in the Warsaw Uprising in August of 44. He remained loyal to the London-based Polish government in exile. Um, uh, Oh, and he also wasn't a commie. So he remained loyal to the London-based Polish government in exile after the Soviet-backed communist takeover of Poland. Um, And he was arrested for espionage in 47, Stalinist secret police, on charges of working for foreign imperialism. He said, fuck you to Hitler and fuck you to Stalin. He broke in, broke out. No one knows his name. Okay, let's hear some. All right. Chief Rabbi Poland wrote as follows. When God created the human being, God had in mind that we should all be like Captain Witold Pilecki, a blessed memory. No, there's no movie about that guy. Okay, I'll give you another example that's crazy. 
Okay, so I type in, so this is what I type in. This other story is even crazier. Jewish boxer sent to death camp. Okay, there's a whole story about this guy called Salamo Arush. Was a, a Jewish Greek boxer, middleweight champion, and uh, survived the Holocaust by boxing over 200 bouts for the entertainment of the Nazi officers in Auschwitz. His story was portrayed in the 89 film Triumph of the Spirit, starring William Defoe. Okay, that sounds awesome, right? And when you type in that, it's just Salomo Arush, Salomo Arush, Salomo Arush. There's another guy named um, Johan Rukeli Trollman. During the, the Gypsy Roman uh Rainer's Professor Meyer. Okay. Johann Rukeli Trollman was born December well, uh, near Hanover as one of the nine children of German Senti families. He wasn't, uh, I don't even know if he was Jewish. I think he was uh, Gypsy. He took up boxing at the age of eight, soon competing with the uh, boxing clubs, champion, champion, champion. All right. German, he was a German champion before he was 20. Boxing was a hugely popular sport in Weimar, Germany, and Rukeli became famous not only for his good looks, which turned him into something of a heartthrob at the time, but for speed, agility, and technical proficiency, devising his uh, characteristic dancing style in the ring, which is now often regarded as the beginning of modern boxing. However, in 2080, he was denied a uh, place in the German team for Amsterdam Summer Olympics because of his non-German boxing style. Rukeli moved to Berlin and turned professional, winning 29 of his 50, winning 29 of his 52 fights between October. That's not that good of a record, but. Yet with the rise of the Nazis, the right-wing media, I hate that they call them right-wing. They are left-wing. Nazis are fucking left-wing. Big government, socialism, national socialism. That's what Nazi means. National socialism. Mussolini was the head of the Italian socialists. I can't believe people get away with this shit. All right, anyway. Uh, increasingly abused him as the gypsy in the ring, right? Uh, in 33, Rukeli boxed against Adolf Witt for the German lightweight title, which had been vacated by Jewish holder Eric Selig, who had to flee Germany. Okay, I'll get to the um, point. All right. Uh, authority Rukali was on course to win when the Nazi chairman of the boxing authority intervened, ordering the judges to call a no decision and not award the title. The decision caused such an uproar among the audience that Rukali had to be hastily crowned champion after all. Think about that. The audience wanted him champion. The German audience. This is... This is when heroes emerge that the state doesn't want people to know. Germany, the World War II is painted that Germans all bad, Nazis victims, everyone, uh, we are the conquering heroes, right? It, it, it causes people too much cognitive dissonance to understand that, that the German crowds rooted for this dude. He's a gypsy and he's got a fucked up fighting uh, position. And the Nazi was like, we are going to give it to the German. And the crowd of Germans were like, no, because human beings like fair. Okay. And the big government bullshit of Nazi socialism, all big government problems, guys, all of it. Um, they didn't like this guy because the people liked him. And he, he united people, Germans, Gypsies, Jews, doesn't matter. He was so fucking good at what he did that it's Muhammad Ali. 
Think about how many people right now did, probably have never even thought about the fact that his name is Mohammed. Think about how many people that like just across the board are not fans of Muslims. You hear the name Mohammed, you think, is this guy going to hurt my family? You're like, fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee, Muhammad Ali, right? The dude was a draft dodger and Muslim, and people still love him because he was great. And, and greatness scares the state. All right, it gets crazier, this dude. All right. So he was, uh, so they, they, they named him champion because the crowd was about to freak out. And only a few days later, he was stripped of the title again by the German boxing, the German boxing authorities because of bad boxing, right? Problematic. All this shit is on repeat. A, a, a new fight was scheduled for 21st of July. I was ordered to fight in the German style. He was ordered to fight in the German style and not to dance like a gypsy. He knew he was meant to lose this fight because um, he was Sinto. Sinto, that's gypsy, I guess. Rukali entered the ring with his face and this is the craziest thing. Think about how, think about this guy. Facing his own for sure death in front of an all German crowd. Okay. He entered the ring with his face and body powdered white with flour and his hair dyed blonde. A caricature of an Aryan and a courageous act of protest against his discrimination. The dude comes in the ring. They tell him that not only can he do this, he can't box like how we people box now. You know, you're supposed to box like German, you know? Not only did he not do that, he made himself a cartoon of what they wanted. Okay, he just stood still and took the blows of his opponent until he was knocked out in the fifth round. He just let him beat the fuck out of him as he dyed his hair blonde and powdered his fucking uh, skin. All right. Listen, all right. So he was sent to a labor camp twice and went out. All right. So he divorced his wife in order to protect her and her daughter uh, because he knew they were going to be murdered. Uh, so, so he gets sent to a death camp and, and, and gets killed, right? They, he's killed. This is what makes it so you don't hear this story. The Germans liked him. When he, when he was all powdered white, fucking blonde hair, the, the German people, the people that we're all supposed to think are all just sociopathic psychos, were like, we like that guy. And the state feeds on mediocrity. They couldn't have it one bit. I'll tell you about a little guy named Robespierre. I don't know if you guys know about the French Revolution, but there's something called the, uh, the, the Reign of Terror. When they remember the guillotine, just that, 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 just cutting the heads off of everybody, right? Do you know what it was called? It was called the Committee of Public Safety. This battle between the in, it, the right, left, uh, Republican, Democrat, all that shit, the, the basic fundamental difference in cultures in our country and in the for all time, it's just right now it's becoming a fever pitch. It's about to break out, like shit's going down, right? It's the battle between the individual and the state. It doesn't matter what religion you are, uh, what race you are, what gender you are, if you chopped your dick off or not. The whole thing is, do you believe in the autonomy of the individual or of the state? That's the whole deal. And the state wants mediocrity. They want Amy Schumer to be the comedian. You know, they want um, uh, Emoji Movie to be a blockbuster. They don't like great because great is a threat. If you are great enough and people witness it, I once, I once hosted, um, 
I hosted the, the Art Director Guild Awards in front of all the big celebrities, George Clooney, DiCaprio, Scorsese, all these guys. The fucking projector quit. And that one guy from Veep who was, uh, who was like, always plays like a retard, you know, he's, um, I don't know, he's always like, he was in a, uh, Arrested Development, Tony something. So he's on stage and he's reading his fucking teleprompter and it shuts off and he's standing there looking like a dumb asshole, right? And he has nothing to say because actors have nothing to say. So I, as the host, come out. Make him feel good, make him feel safe, put his arm I put my arm around him, and I do 10 minutes of stand-up comedy, right? By the end, to uproarious applause. And then Anne Hathaway comes out and says, is anyone else here a big Owen Benjamin fan? That guy's incredible, right? And the crowd erupted again. I bring up that moment sometimes because I want people to see what it looks like when, when a moment happens that breaks all barriers, right? When just a comic host is called to do something great and they can't deny it at that point. They know, they probably have seen some of my tweets at that point. I mean, it wasn't to the point now where I'm completely out of that crew because of calling out the trans kid abuse, but like, they're not gonna say I'm incredible on camera. Like they're gonna be like, like I'm, I'm hired help, you know? But when shit goes down and you do that, it breaks everything. And that's terrifying to authoritarians. Comedy, food, um, sex, love, family, having a child, these things, the music, these things transcend all uh, governmental and legal structures. It transcends politics, it transcends everything, it transcends right into the human soul and there's nothing people can do about it. And so when someone is truly great at something, and my buddy was telling me, he's like, dude, you're like a threat. Cause it's like, they can't say, you, you're not funny. They can't say you weren't, you didn't reject their shit. Like it's a threat, man. Like when you, when you don't want to play by the system's rules and the government's rules and you are great at something, you get fucking blackballed. These people want to cut off my fucking head like Robespierre and the committee of public safety. And there's no going back. I'm in a position where I have to win we have to win. Our team has to win or I could potentially be dead. Like people forget that these things escalate into mass terror problems. Hopefully that doesn't happen because one unifying thing that we have is money. Uh, trust. It's called a bank and trust because it's a, it's a story that we all believe. Money's a story. There's no value to money. Money's a piece of paper. Money's a story. Money's Santa Claus, Right? You say it's worth something and we believe it. And the collective belief is what gives it meaning, right? And we are all part of a, a narrative of money. That's why I'm a big capitalist because that keeps us together. We're, we're, we're disbanding the NFL. You can't talk about without being uh, fractured. Uh, you can't, uh, there, there's just no, TV is now completely split down the culture, uh, the, culturally, you know, one form, you're either, uh, entertainment, you're either watching Steven Crowder or fucking some Bravo channel about some dude who chopped his own dick off. You know, it's like they're, when you say what you like artistically, people know. Like when people say they like Bill Burr or, uh, or when people say they like Norm Macdonald, you're, you're saying you're on the right. Even though Bill Burr may not even be on the right. Who knows? Those like certain types of great comedy will, will align you with, Joe, like if you say you like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan isn't a conservative 
but he is of the mindset of the individual. People are different. They're not authoritarians, right? So authoritarians just go, and if you have enough power, you can fend them off. But if you lose power, they want to chop your head off. And it's happened forever since the, the, the original tribes of Israel. The, the, these are thousands of years old, these battles. And so I was just so inspired to just like talk to you guys about that. And I was thinking about why the left is so bad with how they treat women, like the rape, so much rape, so much creepy, creepy rape, right? All these like celebrity allegations and everyone just keeps going, but Roy Moore, it's like, shut the fuck up. You know, it's just like, Al Franken is a pervert, you know, uh, Matt Lauer, this guy is a deranged pervert, deranged. And, and they all let it happen. NBC let it all happen. He had a button that locked the door in his office so that he could fuck uh, women that he worked with while he was married. Even without being married. He's locking the door and he's like a Bond villain. And no one said shit. Weinstein, the biggest fucking producer in all of Hollywood, is a rapist. You know, these guys had their way and they all uh, let it happen. And I, I figured out why. It's because when you're a leftist, when you're a postmodernist, when you're a Marxist, when you're a socialist, when you when you don't believe in the individual, and some people will say, well, don't complain, complain, uh, put postmodernism and Marxism together. And I'm just a, uh, I'm just a Democrat. And I'm just going to tell you, this this woman on, on Twitter today was like, well, I'm not a feminist. I don't. She goes, I'm a feminist and I, I agree with you on this. So it's not feminist. And within two back and forth, she goes, oh, I'm getting told what a feminist is by a man. I'm like, oh, so you are the bad kind. You, you now view me as man, not Owen. So, so when these people uh, don't view people as individuals, what happens is it, it, they start not having any sense of personal accountability and no rules, right? Because men... Uh, love rules. Women love rules. Everyone loves rules. We like fair. That German audience that was rooting for a, a, uh, um, a gypsy that got just as Holocaust as the Jews. They didn't, they got, they tried to get rid of the gypsies too. They're, they're screaming for him to win as he's mocking them because he's great. When you're great at the rules, the state is Done. That, that, that almost took down the fucking whole Nazi movement because then they become the principal. They become the bad guys. See, the Nazis were pitching this whole thing that the Jew is the bad guy. So they were the underdogs, right? But that moment with that one fighter changed that whole thing and it terrifies them, you know? And so, um, and one reason why comedy is good for this stuff, because I can put some of these ideas into comedy. Like what I did with uh, Soy Boy, and now I'll get back to the rape thing. But the Soy Boy song, basically, a few days before I talked, I, I put up a video called What Women want, Really Want in a Man. And it was like a 12-minute thing. And as my buddy said, it was, uh, it was like a beautiful love poem to my wife. And he said it jammed him up, you know? And he was like, there's a lot of truth in it. But comedy's power too, you know? So what, it, so what that is, is I took that truth, I inversed it. So I basically made the worst man you could be. And then I gave that guy a ballad. And that's how I took a truth and made it funny. That's all it was. I took the hero. I took what women want in a man, every quality a woman wants in a man, what a man should want in himself, what a man should strive for to be a good man. 
and I flipped it. Everything became an inverse, you know? And then that guy who deserves nothing gets a song. And that's why it's funny. You take something true and you make it funny. So the reason the left can't stop raping and groping and molesting is because men are trying to figure out what, it, like, like between a woman's legs is, uh, is eternity. It's, uh, it's, it's the closest thing we'll get to something greater than ourselves, right? When you're a young man, it's probably just sex itself. And then when you're, you realize that there's love in it, you know, and then you realize there's real connection in it. And then you realize there's life in it. You make life. You know, that's the only way that you can, that we can survive as a species is for a man to figure out how to get between a woman's legs. And if a bad man gets in there, um, our species is weakened. And the next generation reflects the bad man more than the good man. So that's why women have all these like abilities of being like detectives, you know, where they're always trying to figure out if you're a good man or you're a bad man. And they're great at it, right? They can see through you and they can get right into it. At first they may not see, but you can, you can show them over time that you're a good man. And like, if you just praise them with no, if you're not a great man and you just praise women, oh, you're so great. You're so beautiful. They, they think it's gross because you have no uh, currency. That's like getting a, a compliment from Osama bin Laden. Like if Osama bin Laden told me I was funny, I would be like, gross. <laughs> and that's the same with that. You need that social currency, that, that greatness to be great. And so men support greatness in each other. Like if, if we see a man that like a woman really wants, you're like, that's a great man. That woman wants him between her legs and, and he will taste the eternal, you know? And, uh, and so what, what is postmodernism? What is Marxism? What is authoritarianism? What is all this stuff? It's the, it's so, it doesn't seek great men. It seeks a world with no rules, no fairness. And postmodernism means whatever you think is, is. And that the world is just a way to get power. So what does that mean? That means men can just take what's between a woman's legs. Not earn, take. And that's what rape is. Where... People say rape's about power and other people say that that isn't true and rape's about sex. Rape's about both. It's simultaneously, it's taking what you didn't earn. That's, it is about power. It's about using your physical power to get something you want. Now, it's also about sex because it's about just getting sex for these creepy perverts. Like no one wants to fuck Al Franken. He's not a great man. He has power. He's not a great man. You know, Weinstein isn't a great man. He has power. You know, I was telling that to someone on Twitter today where it's like uh, a woman, like a, like a man could make $10 million a year. And if he hates his job, hates himself, has no balls, no integrity, he's garbage compared to like just a carpenter who makes 30 grand a year, but takes pride in the table he makes that they fucking eat at. Like that'd turn a chick on because that's greatness. So... Why do they commit rape? Because what they do is they don't play by rules, right? A meritocracy is important. Free speech is important because rules matter. So uh, the best person for the job should get the job. The fastest runner should get that spot. The funniest person should get the show. But when you start making it like, no, we got to give it to the black lesbian. We got to give it to this. We got to give it to that. You're dismantling merit. That's basically like if someone took a gun to a basketball game. 
That's what the left does. You're going to play basketball. Okay, it's five on five. We have to score points by putting this ball in that basket. And someone else just pulls out a gun and just goes, bam, 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 bam. And then just, does he win the game? Yeah, he won the game. But he raped it. That's why, like, men hate rapists. Like, great men hate rapists because we're like, you just cheated, dude. That's why people turn so hard on Carlos Mencia. That's why Joe Rogan is such an individualist because he sees Joe uh, Carlos Mencia and said, you stole that fucking joke. Fair, dude. Fairness. And, and, and good men see snakes, and if they don't fucking rip the head off the snake right away, it, the least they can do is tell the villagers... That's a snake because our entire species will be weakened if we keep letting these weak people take and they take because for as, as many walls as women have that they put up and as many barriers to get their love and get their affection, they also can just, they're, they, they're very vulnerable to this stuff. They're vulnerable to power. They're vulnerable to force. They're vulnerable to social um, whims. You know, if everyone says this guy is the greatest guy, even though she knows he isn't, she, she's weak to that. And so we have to, as a culture, it's not going to happen with the government. The government is bad. They're not here to help anybody. There's a lot of people who work for the government that are good. Like cops are great most of the time. Uh, firefighters, you, you break it down and they're all great and honorable people. You put the federal government like what, how they're extracting all of our resources. They have to keep us all down. They have to keep the heroes dead. The last living hero was Charles Lindbergh. And I would love to hear anyone else that wasn't, that wasn't uh, uh, tried to, I'll put it this way. That was the last hero that wasn't ruined by the state. Like they put Muhammad Ali in, in a fucking jail cell. They put him in a cage. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. had no hero status until his head was shot. You know, like these people don't get hero statuses unless like, who were the living heroes? John Lennon. Yeah, he was a living God. Why? Because he was proposing an increase in state power. Malcolm X, as soon as he started talking about individualism and how race might not be the factor why people hate each other, he was shot and killed. I mean, it's, it's right there to see. There is, no, there is no hero that isn't trying to... The, the, the state tries to take down the heroes because they know a hero can go right through all this bullshit. Because what is between a woman's legs and inside a woman's heart is a desire to have something that is great and not some of this fucking garbage. All right, that's my rant. Let's see what you guys are up to. All right, I'll check out the Super Chats. I got here. Adam... I'm a living hero, Owen. Don't don't give up hope. Yeah, you are, Adam. Calculate your privilege. Jordan Peterson and Thomas Sowell are heroes. They are, but they but think about they're 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 attacked constantly. When I say like there are no heroes, I mean I don't mean that they don't exist. I mean that the 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 American government allowed Charles Lind Lindbergh to be a hero. That was the last time that that, that ever happened. That, that someone had, like, because he was probably a libertarian. I mean, he, he sounded like he, he was an isolationist. He didn't want to go to war. So the last time the government let that happen was Charles Lindbergh. Of course, Peterson and Sowell are heroes. But, like, most people don't know Thomas Sowell's name. That's why when I was on Dave Rubin and Joe Rogan, I made sure I brought up Thomas Sowell. Because we have to whisper the heroes' names to people. Because we're never going to see it. 
I still get that now from people where they're like, yo, you're going to get your big break. All that means is one day the state will acknowledge me and put me on a fucking billboard like when I, like Aziz Ansari. I've already gotten my break. I have over 50,000 people on YouTube. I have 100,000 people on Twitter. I have th- like tons of people with a bear in their fucking name to show support and solidarity with our crew. I've made it. It's like, I don't need to do Conan with Andy Richter, that fat fucking soy-eating bitch. And it's like, Thomas Sowell, most people have never heard his name. Those people I just told you. You don't think Witold Pilecki is a hero? I've never heard of him. (laughs) Or Sinto Boxer Johan? Do heroes exist? Of course they are. They do, but all right. Government is the mind of a nation. The mind is a powerful servant and a terrible master. I know, but sometimes, but this is an issue though, Overton, where it's like, it's an issue with scale. Like local government, I'm fine with because, uh, because uh, I think on the right scale, the government reflects the people. When the scale gets too big, it doesn't represent the people. It's almost like a 4,000 foot tall human being. It would just fall apart. Like, I guarantee I'm getting, um, I have uh, fucking trolls on this right now. The trolls get unleashed when you start saying some of this shit. All right. Twitter uh, at something is trying to book you for Kilroy. She is doing contracts and arranging schedules. She needs to hear from you and speak about your contract to see if she can book you. Please reply to her. Okay, here's the deal. I, I, I know it's unpaid. And I will do it for free if I'm free. If I get an offer, it, it's something that's paid. I don't know if I can do it. It's in April. If it was in two weeks, I would absolutely do it right now. So can I tell her in uh, in February? You know, that's all I can tell you. I might be in fucking England or something. Like I, I can't, like I'm not a wealthy man. So if I, if someone, like if I have a paid job, a lot of times I have to take that. I mean, who knows between now and then, um, a lot could change, but, um, I'm interested in doing it, but to go 2,500 miles and all those expenses, it's not easy. It's not, I don't know. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I will do it. I will absolutely put in that time, but I just, uh, it's a, I don't want to like, I don't ever like backing out of things. So I don't want to say I'm going to do it if I can't, but I I'm interested in doing it. All right. Uh, give me more details about it. Look up the finish white death. I will. Thank you. Look into the song prisoner four, eight, five, nine by Sabaton. It's about what told. I will. That's great that that's told, but Robert Smalls has a mind blowing story. I'll look him up as well. Thank you. Would left see reality under real oppression. They'd all be dead. They, they, they start killing themselves. Roy says, can you play Ava Maria by, I can play Ava Maria it has to be the version as there are so many versions, I'm Norwegian. It reminds me of home, Norse bear, by Hugo Glidemark. Let me take a look. Uh, Maria Hugo Glidemark. Yeah, I, I just got really fired up. All right, let's see what this version is. I think this is just a version, right? Oh, interesting.
Sounds like cannon. Uh, uh. There's a difference there. There we go. So it goes. Thanks, buddy. Rod, keep it up, Owen. Thanks, buddy. King Dick of Monkey Country. Just watched your vid with Guck. Awesome, man. Keep it up. Yeah, he's a great he's a great dude. Steve Wynn. Thanks, bud. Socrates Johnson. Have a beer on me. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Yantamentis. Back again. Dude, that dude's a, he's a good guy, man. They uh, want to give you some money. Oh. I feel bad now, though. I feel bad for saying that that was important, but... So I got a fucking family to feed. Um, all right. What, do you, what else do you guys want to hear? Is that good enough? Or someone said good enough. Was I, was I close on that one? Um, yeah, just have her email me. I'll, uh, man, I don't even... Yeah, I'll, I'll find it in the email. For Elise. All right. 
Soybird. That's a great idea. I can do voices and impressions. Any voice on getting started? Uh, yeah, to start making videos, man. The future's all this shit. It's not like TV. Uh, no, you got a son and daughter. I'd like you to read for a sponsor. Soy Crowder song. Uh, Soy Crowder song. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you liked that. I wrote it with you guys. I, I didn't write that alone. Okay, so let's do a Soy Bird. Alright, instead of free bird. Now I gotta go. I probably, I was so intense on this live stream, Jesus. I was just like literally swinging axes talking about math. If I ate some steak, would my memory glands stop to stop aching? Cause I must go to a march now Cause there's a lot of girls that I want to creep on There's no real chorus on that one um, Cause I'm a soy boy with man tits Let's just do a bunch of soy shit Let's get silly and not think about how people don't like heroes anymore uh, let's just get silly. Some guy who wanted Freebird. Um, can you hear Wally in the background? So cute. I know. I got to go eat with him soon. Thank you for reading my email. Oh, thanks for sending it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do that gig, man. It's just like I've never... I also... Part of my part of my thing is I've, I've, I've never really done... Um, except for talking to colleges about writing, I've never done a gig that wasn't comedy. I don't really know how to... like. I, yeah, I just have like that that feeling of like, what the hell am I going to talk about at a free speech event? Like I usually just do a show. Speak to Overton. He has their email. I will. Uh, we need a Wally song. Soy to the world is a good idea. No, Thomas Soul is all over YouTube because that's because YouTube is act actively the resistance. And that's why YouTube is shutting it down. Because YouTube is revealing what people actually like. That's why Peterson and Sal and all that shit are, are everywhere. And like, that's why by the time I got into YouTube, there was less of, like, look at what happened to Crowder. Like Crowder had a good run. He still is, obviously he's crushing, but then YouTube just starts dismantling you. They try so hard to not alert people when you uh, post. Um, they don't, they don't, um, they don't monetize you anymore. You can't really make a living on it. Uh, you write stuff and read them for streams all the time. You write stuff and read them for streams all the time. That's true. No, I'll do it, man. I'm just saying that it's like, like it's it's not like one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, of course, I'll do anything. Like, I'm down. But I just, uh, it's a new thing. It's kind of like if, if, like there's someone who's good at a sport and then they're like, play another sport. And you're like, all right. Ode to Soy. That's a great idea. Soy, soy is giving me cramps. I just had a period out of my dick.
Soy. Resistance to liberals, you mean not resistance to Trump? Yeah, resistance to... Yeah, I don't mean resistance to Trump. Like, I don't mean... Like, they call it the resistance because they like ironic terms. That's like calling the Death Star the resistance. Like, the stormtroopers aren't the fucking resistance. Welcome to the bunghole we got soy and games. Oh, you should make a best of compilation infomercials videos for all the soy sound parodies. That's a great idea, Jude. Uh, soy to the world. So, what about... Oh, she wants comedy? All right, yeah, I'll do any of it, man. I'll, I'll give a speech on, uh, on free speech. Hey, little man, you want to come in and say hi? Open the door. Open the door. Can you open the door yourself? You see the little latch? Yeah. Making your way, eating soy today will make you feel real bloated. Hey, bud, you want to play some piano? Man, are you hungry? Play some piano. Wanna see Dad Dad play a really intense one? You see the little man? There's a little man. You sing Soy Boy the tune of yellow. Yeah, that's a good idea. Alright, here we go. Look at the soy. Look how it bloats your gut and shrinks your nuts. bud it's right there watch this one Beethoven? Is that the one you want or you want? 
You like this note? You want this one? No? What about... Hello darkness, my old friend. Remember this song? I've come to talk with you again. Because in vision softly... More of this one? Yeah, you like this one? Oh, this one. Say any word. Apple? Apple. Apple. What about puddle? What about bubble? Bubble. Bubble's a good word. There you go. Chair. 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 Really that? Let's see what the people are up to. What do you guys want to hear? People. Like people. Yeah, people. Good. It's like purple. Uh, what do you guys want to hear? Soy boys would back out if they tried to play the drums. Apple. Yeah, a little Wally. A little Wally. Can you play Soy Boy to the tune of Yellow? Hi, buddy. Want to do some cold? You like Yellow? You like, uh, you like, uh, Coldplay? You like Coldplay? How about this one?
Avocado. 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 Good, buddy. Avocado. 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 You can open that, buddy. You know how to open that? Open it. Uh, Lace is freaking fire. The links in your description flagged dangerous. Ah, that's hilarious. Unreal. Ah, soy. What's that? Yeah, make dinner. Yeah, I'm wrapping it up right now. Cool. Huh? I'm wrapping it up. I'm about to wrap it up here. That sounds really pretty. I'm going to wrap it up here. Alright, what do we got here? We played some Cult of uh, Mad World, yeah. Oh, thanks, BB. Speaking of purple, how about some purple rain? Yeah, I can do some purple rain. Alright. Avocado! Cause you any pain. No, that's that. I only wanted one time to see you laughing. I don't remember this song. It's like. Baby, I'm gonna say bye to the people. I never meant to cause you any pain. Avocado. Avocado. Yeah, Overton, will you uh, will you uh, email me her email? Um, and sorry is intimidated by your son's masculinity. <laughs> so true. He's laughing. Michael Jackson would beat Prince down. Probably. He'd probably also molest him. They're both so small. Soy Boy Rain. How about, um... He's not... Walter's not crying. He's laughing. He's got soy and it seems to me He is a little bit full of estrogen... Or no. He's got soy and it seems to me He's also suffering from low tea And everyone knows about his hashtags When he eats soy he feels like shit But he can't stop doing it Because he wants to feel like he's better than everyone else
so a child of mine. Now and then he gives me a steak, and I swear it makes my stomach ache because it is not a steak, it is seriously soy. Soy is a bean just like a kidney bean or a garbanzo bean or a black bean. Nothing is special about soy, it is a scam. Oh, that boy of soy. underwater ballet and kind of regrets it. He can't face the fact that he wasted a quarter million dollars and four years. So instead he made his cat trans and he tells everyone he's queer. anything this soy boy has to hit like oh that boy of soy this is possibly his best show to date oh thank you Eric Swanson can't wait to play this for my girlfriend when she gets here I'm with soy oh that's hilarious I'm with soy alright getting black pilled sounds like getting uh, I'll fix that bike national socialist all right, I gotta go. Uh, I think little man needs me. Oh, Josh just got here. Leroy Soykins. <laughs> Walter with backup vocals. Hey, Wally, you wanna you wanna sing with Dad? Dad? You wanna sing Bubbles? Bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. Bubbles everywhere. All right. Uh oh, sweet. Give me one more soy song, and then I'll get out of here. I need to do more secondhand soy. Anyone in North Jersey needs one? Bye bye. Soy's Don't Cry is a good one. Uh, our brains evolved from eating animals, not lettuce and soy. <laughs> Can't help falling in soy. No, I'm doing one more song. It's all right. I, I hang out, dude, I, I, we get tons of time together. It, we have a great relationship. Uh, oh, don't let the super chats go cold. Wow, what am I missing? Oh, it's all good. I do enough of these where it's cool. 
I'm with Soy. Great stream. Oh, thanks. The Boys of Summer. Soy to the World is a good one. Sounds of Soylence. That's a good one. Sympathy for the Soy. House of the Rising Soy. Uh, so far, that's, that's some really good ones. Enter Soy Man. No Sympathy for the Soy Boy. I might have to do that one. Stairway to Soy. I'm going to do a medley. Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Soy. How about uh, Sword of the World Change Boys to Girls? Yellow Soy Marine. I'm all out of soy. I'm all out of soy. <laughs> soy, soy's to men. Where is my soy? Oh no, she, like, while he's with Amy right now cooking, they're fine. This is just what he does, he makes noises. Sound of Soylence, all right. Hello, waiter, my old friend. Yes, it's me, Travis, again. I see that you don't have anything on this menu that, that is made, uh, that will be a win. For the planet, I guess you don't even care. You're such a bear. I only eat things of soy. I know that this is a steak house. Uh, and I'm a dude wearing a blouse. But you should be able to accommodate me. I'm gonna go into the girls' bathroom to pee. Cause just because I have a wiener doesn't make me a man. Oh, you're in the clan. If you don't powder me right now with soy, I won't say it's soy for 10 days straight. I've never been on a single date. I am confused about uh, my place in life. I don't even know how to use a knife. But when I eat soy, I feel like I've accomplished something great. It, I am I emotionally masturbate. I will powder my soy Doing lines of soy I will mainline soy into my vein Even uh, Bill Nye kind of thinks I'm insane Cause I'm drowning in soy I'm going to soy rehab again that will make it ten. I I have no dick because it fall fell off from soy. A, a soy a soy boy named Sue. Uh, what about when I find myself caught? No. 
when I when, when, when I find myself kind of hungry, I reach for a single beam. It's called soy, and it makes me feel real lean. But I don't really lose any weight because it is pure fucking starch, which is bad for me. Eating meat would be healthier, but I am full of soy. I'm a Sore boy, I'm drowning in all of my soy. Alright, Bill Nye's a soy boy with a sex junk and butt stuff. Yeah, Bill Nye's awful. Dang, I hardly ever laugh like this when alone. Not really alone right now, I guess. That's a great compliment, because when I laugh when I'm alone, that's that's a great compliment. Because I do, like, once a month, I'll, like, die laughing at something. Yeah, because usually laughter shows to other humans what you... Uh, feel and agree with. It's a bonding mechanism. It's a way to socialize people. But, uh, you know, authoritarians hate it. Let it bean. That's a good idea. My wife is on soy. Now I must leave her. Yep. I'm getting some cravings for some edamame. We need a monster ballad with soy. And then that is when I leave. All right, here we go. All right, we're going to do one last soy boy. So, uh... Hey, little man, want to hear one more song? Yeah? yeah? yeah. Another thing you got to understand, it, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ignoring my family. Like, Walter will just stand there and watch me play the piano and dance. Like, they're right there. So, it's all good. All right, here we go. Space. 
like me always died But now I can't survive if I just cry um. Being apart from soy isn't easy When I leave West Hollywood I can't eat a thing Fortunately I'm 500 pounds I can deal with it Oh, oh girl you stay away from me cause soy comes out of my dick when I pee I mean, that was great. That was, I guess there really is a hero left in this world. That's me, goddammit. I'm just kidding, I'm no hero. Isn't that what heroes always say? Hey, I'm no hero. I'm just a guy singing about porn. No, I just read, I was trying to say soy. I feel like it's appropriate to have porn tabs open while watching this. Chad says that. I was trying to read and talk at the same time and I literally just said one of your stupid words, Chad. All right, gotta go everybody. Uh, much love. Peace.